In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH My oh my, what a, what a day or two difference can make. We were enjoying the 80s a few days ago. Today, 59. 50 right now. Tomorrow, 54. Thursday, 59. Then it starts to go up again. Mid-70s, Saturday and Sunday. Hey, we got a special edition today. Are you a pet lover? Dogs, cats, whatever. Our topic today is the Athens County Humane Society. And I've got a number of questions, and uh, perhaps you will too. And of course, our number is 592-6646. So joining us live this morning, we have Angela Marks and Holly Dahlman. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Welcome to each of you. Angela, you. tell me a little bit about yourself. I've known you for some time, but Yeah. What, we what, what 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 you know, what's this passion for animals you have? <laughs> um well, I suppose I've already I've always had it and we were just reminiscing about how um I first brought Hope to your house when you adopted her. Yes. Um that was when I was volunteering with friends of the shelter dogs. My um, my audience knows well about yeah. Hope. Um, but then I've been with uh, the Humane Society since about 2017. And so I, I guess I've just loved animals my whole life. I've always had dogs and cats. And Now, how many do you have at your home? I have three dogs and five cats. Mercy. <laughs> five cats. Yeah. And that's actually on the low end for some of the people I know. Yeah. We have two dogs and one cat. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Um, well, well, but... Um, Okay, so um, uh, Holly Dahlman, your turn. Yeah, well, uh, similar for me. I've always loved animals and uh, used to be involved with Pound Rescue of Athens. Oh, and, yes. Oh, yes. And, uh, and now really happy to uh, be helping out the Humane Society with the uh, money-raising events to focus on the spay and neuter program, which is so incredibly important. Yes, I've I've got a lot of notes here about it. The now, okay, so the um, years ago we used to have a cat shelter, mm-hmm. and oh, it was kind of a cross from. It was it was just beyond the um, Ohio Department of Transportation's garage. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a shelter still? No, there is not. Um, the cat shelter closed, I believe, maybe around two thousand three, two thousand four ish. I I could be off by a few years. Um, I'm not exact. I wasn't with the organization back then, so I don't know exactly how that ended. But yeah. um, no, we've we are entirely foster based. Now we don't have a shelter. Okay, and so that means that people mm-hmm. uh, that are engaged with your organization are fostering the animals, right, at their homes. Correct. Yes, uh, we have 
oh, maybe close to 20 fosters. Um, and we also have a few business locations, the Import House and PetSmart. Mm-hmm. Now, last night, I, as I was, it's customary for me, watch TV and then prepare for the next day's show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, last night, I counted 303 dogs awaiting adoption here and in our adjacent counties. 303. And when you look at the pictures and everything, you just want to go nuts. That's a hu- it's a huge number. You're, you're absolutely right. It's an enormous number. And that's why it's so incredibly important that the Humane Society gets the information out there and, and does its job, which is assisting to get so many animals spayed and neuter. And that is... The, the focus behind these two events that are coming up, the, the garden party and the garden tour, is to raise money to, to help spay and neuter animals so that enormous population can be brought under control. Um, now, I tried to, um, try, tried to find um, a count for cats in the same area needing homes. Mm-hmm. It was frankly, just unable to do so. Um, so let's, let's talk about in Athens, uh, just Athens. Uh, between the many people that are involved with you, how many cats are being uh, temporarily housed by your personnel? So it ranges. Uh, I know different points of last year, we were almost up to 100 in our program at a single time. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that's lots of litters of kittens and lots of adults. Uh, I believe right now uh, we probably only have about 30 or 40 uh, okay. because there's lots of uh, just newborn kittens coming in and they are not going to be ready for adoption for, for several weeks. So. To, ha- to you know the cat shelter that used to exist. Mm-hmm. One thing that was nice about it is you could go to one place and see all sorts of them. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that uh, is not a good idea for other reasons? Um, is it hard to care for? Is it um, you know it, it would seem to me that it's easier to go to a single place and look at all sorts of cats and say, I like that one, and and then sign out for it and take promise to take care of it and all that sort of thing. But to go to many different places, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so usually we, well, we, we have several at PetSmart a time that people can visit, um, and then we, you know, we'll bring the cats to the person or arrange uh, a meetup spot mm-hmm. either at their home or the foster's home most of the time. Um, I mean, there's pros and cons about having a shelter, obviously. Um, I think that the, the con to having a cat shelter is they so quickly just become overrun. And mm. um, a lot of people just use them as like a dumping place to, to just kind of leave their litters of kittens and leave their cats there. And I, I know that that became an issue um, at the original cat shelter that was here. So, and so um, um, is there somewhere on the, <coughs> excuse me, the Humane Society's website, I couldn't find it if so, mm-hmm. where um, all of the uh, opportunity 
uh, cats are pictured? So as soon as cats are, you know, 100% ready for adoption, meaning they, they've been fully vetted and spayed and neutered, they uh, go on Pet Finder, which is linked on our um, okay. website. Um, and then we also, you know, post them on social media and, you know, we'll have we'll have them obviously to see at PetSmart and, and uh, some other locations. Now, if someone is uh, listening and says, I want a cat mm-hmm. or a dog or whatever, um, but let's particularly focus on cats at the moment, um, how should they go about making themselves known? Do they, do they go to, uh, can they call you? So the way to submit an adoption application is mm-hmm. uh, on our website. Okay. It's uh, AthensHumane.org slash adopt. Uh, they also have uh, physical, like paper adoption contract or uh, applications at PetSmart as well. Fair enough. Well, you you've talked several times mentioning the spay and neuter clinics. <coughs> um, I read that document uh, yesterday on your or last night on your uh, your website. And uh, learned a lot of things I didn't know. For example, if a cat is pregnant, it can still be, um, I guess the word spayed, right? Yes. Even though they're still expecting. Yes. Um, well, unfortunately, it's just a regular occurrence because we spay so many outdoor cats. Mm-hmm. Um, so they come in to the, the spay-neuter clinics you know, sometimes they know they're preg- the the owner knows they're pregnant. Sometimes they don't. Um, so I mean, yeah, it, it's a common occurrence. It's um, let's see. So there's also I think my pet is pregnant. Can it still be spayed? <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, let's see. Another interesting thing was that all the spay and neutering. I'm going to guess for several counties is done uh, through the Humane Society, but in Jacksonville, right? Yeah, our uh, we've had a clinic in Jacksonville, which is about 20 minutes from Athens, mm-hmm. uh, for a couple years now. And we have in-house clinics about three times a month. And then we have a mobile unit, the Rascal Unit, which is out of Columbus. They come down twice a month as well. I've seen that vehicle. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Let's see. Now, people who are me- um, Athens residents, um, they have a, I'm going to call it a reduced fee. Yes. So Because the Athens County Humane Society is so supportive of this clinic, right? Correct. Yeah. We, I think, to my knowledge, we're, we're one of the only low-cost spay-neuter clinics in the area and in the surrounding area. Um, and we already have a, a low cost for everybody, but there's a reduced pricing for low-income individuals that's actually significantly less than the standard rate. And this is such a, a how do I want to put it, a quality clinic and all of that sort of thing that if you decide you need to have an animal spay or neutered it may be you have to wait four months right yes unfortunately our wait is about three months at the moment 
the demand is just so incredibly high and it's so hard to meet that demand. You know, we, we've tried to increase our clinics as much as we can, but you know, it's still, there's, yeah, about a three month wait list. And, um, and if you miss your appointment, woe to you. <laughs> yeah, <right>? absolutely. <laughs> I get it. Well, I, I think it's terrific that uh, this service is available to the people of Southeast Ohio. And I'm sure there are other similar services in other parts of the state, but this, oh, yeah. this is really good. Um, let's see. Now, some statistics. Just here in what I'm going to call the Athens area, mm-hmm. we have eight veterinarian facilities. These are veterinarians, doctors, and their staff and so on that are open, um, you know, business hours. We're going to put it like that. And uh, let's see here. I'm just going down the list. Athens, 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 Pomeroy of the Plains, Athens, Pomeroy of the Plains. So that's the eight. Um, I know most of these vets, and we are very blessed to have some good ones, some really good ones. Um, now, our dog Hope experienced um, a bad week uh, last week. No, no, three weeks ago. And at 7 o'clock at night, I think it was Saturday night, of course, we decided we better get her in. So, in the past, we had used the 24-hour clinic in, in uh, Parkersburg, but they they closed. They don't exist anymore. That's right. They, they closed the 1st of September. So, as we got to looking around, the closest thing we had was in Canal Winchester. Now, there are, uh, by my count, three 24-hour-a-day operations relatively nearby. And I say if Columbus is relatively nearby. So you got Canal Winchester, you got Worthington, where where I grew up, and then you have um, Renner Road in Columbus. The Ohio State um, Veterinarian School also operates an after-hours clinic or um, facility for emergencies. Uh, but they don't list themselves as 24 hours a day. They just are all the off hours, right? So anyway, we had to take Hope up to Canal Winchester. I was amazed at how many people were there. And dogs and animals in much more serious shape than Hope. So, of course, they got earlier attention. So we were, we got there at 7 at night. We left at um, 4.30 in the morning. It was worth it. We love our hope. Um, and she is better. Um, but so many people there. I It was impressive. Mm-hmm. And the care was top-notch. So um, I just... I just mentioned that for the record, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm uh, glad she's doing better. Yeah. yeah. So, 
The Athens County Humane Society is a nonprofit. Yes. Uh, as such, you must find ways in which to raise funds to help take care of animals and the responsibilities that go along with that. So there's a series of things that you do, and they're seasonal some, but we have some of the more recent ones coming up here to talk about. Um, now, most recently, let's see here. I have a flyer over here somewhere. Here we go is uh, what they're calling the Alice in Wonderland Garden Party. And uh, it also includes the Humane Society Garden Tour. Now, uh, who wants to speak about this? Yeah, I can tell you guys about it. Um, so it's sort of a spring fundraiser weekend that we're planning, and these events are some of the, the, the largest fundraisers that the Humane Society has had. Um, the Alice in Wonderland Garden Party is going to be at the Zenner House in Athens. And um, yeah, we're just looking forward to it. It'll be a fun event with, um, you know, like really neat, whimsical decor. Um, we're going to have some actors in costume. Mm -hmm. uh, there'll be a, a really nice auction. Uh, we're going to have some band play. Uh, the Come On Come Ons is a local band they'll be playing. Yeah, I've booked them for sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, we're going to have a little, like, adoption kitten patch thing that we're setting up. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We think it's going to be fun. So now, uh, is someone supposed to bring their animal just to enjoy? <laughs> or is this where you come and observe things and raise monies for the program? Yeah, it's a fundraising event. It's okay. not really an adoption event. Okay. Um, so the Zenner House, folks, most of you should be familiar with that. It's at 30 Utah Place. And they have various uh, festive events uh, throughout the year. This particular one on May 21st, that's what, a Saturday? Yes. May 21st from 2 to 4 p.m., Alice in Wonderland Garden Party. That sounds neat. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's going to be fabulous. Mm -hmm. It really is. I mean, along with just helping people to understand the importance of the spaying and, and neutering, and that is what this is raising funds for. The funds from this are going to the spay and neuter program. People are just going to have a great time. Uh, uh, Chris Riddle is going to MC the day, and uh, I think everybody remembers him. And we have a ter terrific, terrific local sponsors who've kicked in to make this event possible. And uh, the community has just come together to show its support of the Humane Society and, and concern for the animals and just to have a good time. I mean, actors in costumes you know have mm -hmm. you you know do you you want to chat with the white rabbit for for a few minutes or um maybe go down the rabbit hole this is this is your opportunity well i don't know rabbit uh, language very well but um i could try you could try <laughs> let's see here i'm looking at my calendar now today's the 26th so this is coming right up yeah it's about 
well, four, four days week, away. Four, four weeks away. Four, four weeks <laughs> um, away? Yeah. Uh, oh, the 21st. Yeah, I see. Yes. May yes. 21st. Um, but, you know, we're really kind of trying to encourage people to get their tickets as soon as possible. You know, we want to have a... Um, you know, we, we want to have a lot of people there, and um, they can get their tickets by going to AthensHumane.org slash events, and they can also get their tickets at Friendly Paws on East State Street and the Import House Uptown. So Shelly has them. Yes, she does. Okay. And... Um... But what if what if you had other plans, but whatever fell through? Could you just show up? Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Just just checking. Yeah. Okay, so that's one thing coming up, and that's May twenty first. Now, the next day on Sunday, May twenty second, we have another event. Two days in a row. You guys are going to be tired. We are going to be tired. <laughs> so tell us about this one. Well, this is the the annual Humane Society Garden Tour, which has been going on since the mid-90s and has happened pretty much every year with the exception of the last two years because of COVID. Now, is my buddy Roxanne Melee brunet involved in this? Well, she is not this year, but she has been on the tour in the past. I see. And, and, uh, and there's hope that she may be on the tour next year. There's already been some discussion about that, so okay. can't, can't plan too soon. Well, there's lots of other uh, folks, too, that uh, have wonderful garden sites. There are, and we we have some of the most fantastic gardens in Athens County on this tour. And w one thing I really want to emphasize, well, a couple things, but first is that a lot of people think of a tour, and they think they're going to go get on a bus and tour with a group of people, get on the bus, get off at a garden, have a little tour with somebody. That isn't how this works. You come in, you buy your ticket the day of the event, at uh, the market on state mm -hmm. and you get your list after you look at our great raffle items and oh my gosh we have really really good ones people are going to want to come just to just to go for these raffle items um, but you get your ticket and you get your uh, your little instruction sheet you get in your car with your friend or your or yourself or whoever, and you take off and you tour at your leisure. You drive from garden to garden and you spend the amount of time that you want at each garden. So and you might be uh, somewhere up on Longview, and then you might be somewhere on uh, the east side, and then you might be some, I get it, right? Correct, correct, although this year's tour um, goes from Athens to Amesville. So there are okay. gardens in Amesville, there are gardens in Athens, and and another thing wait a minute Amesville has a garden oh <laughs> that was a joke that was I, okay <laughs> okay Amesville does indeed have gardens okay. and uh, and and some of the most fantastic ones in the county Neat. are, are going to be seen there um, it, it's just going to be a fabulous tour. The gardener's excited. And it's going to be a real different tour this year because every year in the past, the tour has taken place at the end of June mm -hmm. when when the June flowers are, are shooting up and, and blooming. 
a and little earlier this it, year. It's it's several weeks earlier, and and they're going. Even if you've seen one of these gardens before, because some of these gardens have been on the tour in the past. Even if you've seen one of these two gardens before, you haven't seen these gardens before because they will be completely different with completely different flowers. And uh, um, I know that several of the gardeners who have been stuck for the past few years have used their time to really enhance their gardens. I, I know one gardener in particular uh, who's a master of fine arts has uh, placed his, his uh, sculptures and mixed media and ceramic throughout the, the garden. So there's just going to be a tremendous amount uh, to look at. There's, there's a private greenhouse on the tour. There's a garden with a koi pond. There's a, a, a beautiful private winding bamboo walk that ends in a little stone platform with a bench. It's ju just a magical tour. Ollie, what, um, what's your background? Um, gosh, uh, personally, business-wise? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, um, I'm a, a child of an Air Force pilot and traveled the, the world and don't really have a home, but ended up settling here in Athens. Started my career as an MIS specialist, but then decided it was more important to save the world. MIS, MIS. Um, Management Inf Information Systems. Got you now. And uh, decided it was more important to save the world, so I worked for a variety of organizations, Clean Water Action Project, Women Against Military Madness, Nuclear Freeze Campaign, and several more. And then became more interested in um, working directly and, and uh, so... So We're how long have you been in the Athens community? Since 1992. Okay. I've got you beat by just a little. Uh-huh. 73 for me. Wow. Yeah, just a little. What about you, Angela? Where's home? So it's here. I'm a townie. Really? Uh, yeah. Cool. Born and raised. And um, so we won't ask you how many years. That would put your <laughs> age uh, out there. Um, okay, so Angela, you personally... Mm -hmm. I, you may have said this already, but I have forgotten it. How many dogs and cats are in your family? Uh, I have three dogs and five cats. Now, um, Holly, I'm going to ask you the same question. Okay. Well, we have one dog who's a... Uh, We've had her for a year. She was a rescue. She was used as a breeding animal at an Amish puppy mill. Mm. And um, she's a beautiful German Shepherd. And we have three cats. And we have one guinea hen and one adult chicken. And let's see, about 14 baby chicks. <laughs> How about that? I know my daughter and her husband have had chickens, and um, there's some work that goes into that, you know, more than more than I realized. There's work that goes into into all animals, yeah. and I I hate to just keep going on about this, but that's why it is so important to have animals spayed and neutered mm. because the results of, of having unneutered, spayed, uh, unspayed and unneutered animals, the, the work is so tremendous. 
we have a huge community of feral cats here and very, very dedicated people who go out and trap those cats, um, get them spayed and neutered, and then re-release them to live out their lives, sure. uh, get the kittens, gentle them, get them adopted. And uh, if, if, if we can get that problem under control with the very important work that the Humane Society does by educating and, and assisting the community, we can ease that workload. I live on the uh, Far East Side, and we have in our neighborhood of Grand Park Boulevard um, one wild cat that I know of who's slinking from home to home, you know, and and um, you start to see it when you put out the the, um, the food dish for our, our cat. You know, you can start to feel it slinking toward the house. And, um, and we don't mind feeding it a little bit, of course, but uh, we'd like to get to know it, but it just won't let us. Oh, well. And I think he uh, enjoys other meals at other places, too. Okay, so two events coming right up. And they're one day right after the other. May 21st and May 22nd. And if you want more information on this, folks, please go to the, um, uh, the Athens County Humane Society website. Now, you do other things during the course of the year, too. What are some of the other things you're well-known for? Well, our, our ongoing you know, spay-neuter clinics are regular throughout every month. Um, we also, you know, we found homes for close to 300 cats last year, so we were wow. pretty impressed with that. Yes. Um, we're also trying to work really hard on our trap-neuter release program that um, Holly mentioned briefly there. Um, you know, we don't really, we haven't had many fundraisers throughout the past um, few years, obviously, because of, of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're anxious to, to get started on that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, whoever also makes your posters, they do a nice job. Thank you. That's actually my husband, Scott Marks. Well done. <laughs> and mine, Tom Medley. Oh, yeah. Her husband oh, made he's the other n- one. He's not so good. <laughs> but the other, no, I'm kidding. Okay, well, what what have I failed to bring out? You know, <clears throat> you you've got a board of directors, right? Yes. And how does one become a member of your board? Well, a lot of our board members have started off as volunteers, and you know they just get more and more involved, and and they either ask or we ask them to join the board, um, or you know attend a meeting if they're interested. Uh, we also have. Um, memberships that people can can get a uh, humane society membership and we have a yearly meeting for members and they can you know voice their ideas or or ask questions things like that 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 annual meeting Mm -hmm. occurs roughly when um we don't really have a regular okay set um you have a regular set location not really okay We, we uh well the last one we did we did via zoom obviously because of oh, COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um you know we just kind of have our meetings all over the place we you know don't really have like an office building or anything well by all means um let our 
uh, let, let Krista know out front so that we can publicize it for you. Okay, great. Now, uh, volunteers, okay? There's a, you know, you've got some people that are board members, but you also have an awful lot of volunteers. Yes, our volunteers are incredible. They, they make the organization run. Um, we have really dedicated volunteers at our clinics that just work really, really hard. And, you know, obviously our fosters are incredible. They've, they've really helped us. I mean, like when I, like I said, we got, we found homes for 300 cats last year. That's, that's solely due to them and, uh, their ability to, to take great care of them. And, uh, you know, there's also volunteers that go to PetSmart and uh, play with the kittens there and clean the, the condos there. And then we also have our trap neuter release volunteers who have done an incredible job um, tackling these different areas that have large feral cat populations. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular area of Athens that um, has a greater problem with that than others? Like, is it the, is it the west side? <laughs> or is it the, um, uh, you know, I'm just making things So up. it's sort of everywhere. Um, it's, it's, it's a hard issue. Um, there's a huge problem in Nelsonville that uh, we're, we're trying to work on. There's different areas in Albany that have, have it really bad. And then, you know, it's just, it's so easy for a situation to become you know, out of control. If there's, you know, a couple, ki- a couple cats show up on a property um, you know, the next year there could be 30, 40, you know, it just, it explodes. And we've definitely le- worked at locations that have up to like 50 cats. And the majority of them um, are feral, which, which really the best outcome for them is to, to get spayed or neutered and then be re-released and the, the property caretaker or whoever's there you know, leaves out food and water, like you mentioned. Okay, so now we've mentioned dogs and cats, and that's the obvious thing. But does the Humane Society also focus on other species? We have. Um, we we generally are the majority that we deal with are cats because there are other organizations in Athens County that do a great job with dogs. Um the Athens County Dog Shelter, obviously, and Friends of the Shelter Dogs, they do an amazing job with dogs. So we're sort of, you know, have have filled the gap where where cats are involved. So Friends um, of the Shelter Dogs is a separate organization. Yes, we are all separate. We often get confused, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. a separate organization. Okay. And um, there's rabbits. We have found homes for a few rabbits over the past couple of years, but also we have. A, a great rabbit rescue in Athens as well, which is um, the River Road Rabbit Rescue. Hmm. Um, and we also have many horse rescues in Athens County. I know a few folks involved with that. Yeah. and But yes, we, we do get calls and um, we deal with issues with other animals as well, but much less frequently. So, just for me, I think it would be great to have a cat shelter like we once did, mm-hmm. but um, just keep that in mind. <laughs> I hear you. Um, what is something else that the 
Athens County Humane Society has wanted to do, but not yet been able to do? Well, the cat shelter question is is complicated. Um, like I said, there there's pros and cons to having one, and, and there's people on both sides. Some people would love to have a cat shelter, and some people, um, you know, think it's a bad idea. So, really? Um, okay. But, you know, we would love to get more involved with education and having more educational programs in local schools. Um, I think that's that's something that we haven't um, entirely, you know, focused on in the past, and we really need to get back into that. So important, very, very important to start young, to teach children at all ages the importance of caring for their animals and controlling the population. Mm-hmm. I wonder, just, just thinking out loud, creatively, I hope, you know, wouldn't it be neat to have a pet parade? <laughs> yeah. On Court Street. I believe Friends of the Shelter Dogs has done that in the past. Really? Um, and their campus group, they have the Bobcats of the Shelter Dogs. I think that they've done some uh, dog parades in the past. It's kind of hard to march cats down the street, well, but um, yeah, you can carry them. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how many cats would love that, but. Um, yeah, we, we can get out and about more, especially as the weather's warming up. And, and just events that bring pet lovers together. Um, there's a social side of it. And the more you do it, the more the animals would appreciate it, I think. It's not done very often, so animals are kind of, what would you call it, jittery. Um, anyway, the, um, if someone had a, a desire for a particular breed or size, could they make themselves known to somebody who might, as they go through all the lists, say, oh, this one might work for them? You know what I mean? So for dogs or for cats or both, I suppose? Well, I'm a dog person, Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, it could be for cats sure. too. Well, that question um, would probably be best asked to um, the Athens County Dog Shelter or f- to Friends of the Shelter Dogs. But okay. um, I-, I believe that they're, you know, it, but, you know, it's hard. I mean, if everyone just wants a cute little small breed puppy, um, obviously that's not the the bulk of the population that's at the shelter and you know right. all dogs deserve great homes and there's right. often overlooked pets um you know that would would be the the best companion but they sometimes get overlooked um that that happens with us we have uh several adult cats in our program that we've had for a long time and they're just not getting adoption apps um you know people but but you know you post a cute little kitten photo and you get tons of applications so it's a it's unfortunate we've got some senior cats right now we've got Merle and we've got Abby and we've got uh, Mr. Fishoder three cats that are older and and just you know need a home just as much as all the kittens do you know um, um, every time I mention this name a tear comes to my mind to my eye and that is Opie 
Mm-hmm. Opie was um, a little doxy, and my wife just was nuts about him. He would come to work and sit right down there on the floor, and Scott remembers him. But Opie broke his back, Aww. you know, and doxies are all long and strung out. and, and yeah. uh, if that's common for that breed. Is fairly common, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when, you know, they've got roommates that are larger. Mm. And, uh, oh, what an awful situation. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. You have a favorite breed? Oh, I mean, I, I love a big big pit bull yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. they're pretty cute um, also you know labs and um, golden retrievers I like them but then I also like the uh, little elderly chihuahuas too <laughs> yeah I get it I like the German shepherds and mm-hmm. uh, the Samoyeds and, and the huskies and you know I do want to mention that there are um, there are breed specific rescue groups so if you really if you just don't feel you can possibly be satisfied by having a a mixed dog Mm -hmm. there are breed rescues Mm -hmm. of of every kind around the country yeah that's a great point what have i failed to bring out we've got um, about eight minutes um and we can just tell jokes if you want (laughs) but uh, the point is um you know, the Athens County Humane Society. How many years? Well, actually, we have been around since 1910. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we have the original charter from back then. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, but its focus, I'm sure, has changed along the way. Oh, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably six times. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. Nope, nothing wrong with that. And... I'll tell you, at the uh, at the garden party, there are going to be a lot of representatives from the Humane Society, a lot of, of board members and volunteers who are just happy to, to answer any kind of questions that people have about the organization. And, and it's just going to be a really fun event on top of that, just a wonderful way to spend a Saturday afternoon. Um, the... the the cost, the actors in costume, mm-hmm. all the um, the amazing decorations are mm-hmm. are just are just something to behold. Um, the there's catered food, which is promises to be absolutely wonderful. Um, we'll be serving wine. Uh, well, actually, Tweedledee and Tweedledum will be serving wine, and uh, I, I think there are a number of I other personalities. I, I should mention this is. Um Sixty dollars a ticket. It is indeed. And uh, but all of those things happen um, uh, all part of that one package price. Yes. Very the, nice. Very the nice. sixty dollars is for the uh, garden party, and then the, the entertainment, fu- the food, the, the entertainment, the food, um, and and just the knowledge that yeah. that you are helping out the the spay and neuter program for the Humane Society and for our, our whole area. Just helping out the entire area and having a good time. The more I think time. about that, probably if you do order a glass of wine, that's a bit more. But you get uh, uh, two free drink tickets. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, so that's coming up May 21st from 2 to 4 at the Zenner House. 
And folks, uh, many of you have uh, visited that for some event or other. It's always a, a pleasure. Uh, then the very next day on Sunday, May 22nd, from 10 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon, they have this garden um, garden tour. Right. People are going to come over on that day. I think we'll actually be opening about 9.30 so people can get their tickets early. They're going to come over to the market on state and um, right outside the old entrance to Elder Beerman, where, mm -hmm. the, where the Peddler's Junction is now, uh, there's a little storefront uh, on the right inside the mall. Uh, used to be a shoe store there. We'll be, s we'll be selling tickets there. People will come in. They'll buy their ticket. They'll sign, their, they'll sign up on a card, and that's going to give them an automatic entrance into one of the raffle items. And uh, after they've got their tickets, they'll take some time to look at the raffle items. We have just an amazing array. Should I mention some of those? Sure. I mean, we have, we have weekend passes to the Nelsonville Music Festival. We have uh, dinner at Purple Chopsticks. We have um, generous gift certificates from White's Mill and Hyacinth Bean. Um, we have uh, first choice cabin rentals. Uh, some time in a bed and breakfast, a uh, gift, gift certificate from Companion Plants. We've got uh, a beautiful bird feeder and bird seed from Tractor Supply. We've got local artists um, donating art and pottery. The, the raffle is, is fantastic. So people will uh, engage in the raffle, mm -hmm. and then they'll get, their, they'll get their directions to the various gardens, and they'll take off and and go and spend the day just being absolutely enchanted with the beautiful beautiful flowers and the beautiful gardens and the amazing things that people have done uh, one of the gardens is actually an uh, was made with an AARP community challenge grant and it's a pollinator garden to encourage uh, bees and, and butterflies and other pollinators and they have planted thousands of uh, plants pollinator plants so I have a shirt that when I wear it I attract all of those ah you're a pollinator then yeah, yeah. oh lord no, it's tr <laughs> no this is true Scott in fact last Wednesday night I wore it to Pleasant Hill and everybody wanted to sit far away from me oh well you get more wine that way no 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 the 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 bees and everything oh hey i have a question if i can yeah you're off mic though okay if if i can interject very quickly um how can outside of all this fundraising how can listeners donate throughout the year and what kind of supplies do you need do you need blankets do you need towels do you need bedding how can they donate these sure. things um so we have a list of items that we need regularly and that's uh, at AthensHumane.org. You can find that there. We have a Amazon wish list and we have a Chewy wish list. Um, we have a, a community pet food like little mini pantry at our spay and neuter clinic that people can come and get help with pet food. So you know those shelves very quickly uh, get empty. So people can donate cat food and cat litter throughout the year um, and 
we they where, where do they bring it sure um either to our clinic in jacksonville okay. or um, actually friendly paws on east state street is a location that accepts donations for us as well as the import house up on court street and we have volunteers come in and pick those items up um, and then also people can donate financially they can mail you know a check to us at um, our p.o box which um all that information is on our website as well and also they can you know set up a reoccurring donation we've got you know many supporters that do that and uh the the membership program like i mentioned where you can become a, a achs member um that's like a one-time donation either for your the life your lifetime or like a yearly donation and you'll get you know like a member sticker and you'll get invited to our meeting and, and things like that so you know we really appreciate our supporters help and you know one way that we also get donations is you know i'll i'll post a an injured cat or mm -hmm. or something on our our social media and people just really respond to that and really donate and that i mean that makes a huge difference you know everyone who has pets knows how expensive vetting yes. is so so imagine if you're taking care of hundreds of pets in a year well so. the uh, athens county uh, humane society uh, it's a pleasure angela and holly to uh, give an update on everything and uh, we are nearly out of time here so folks um check their websites out and take in these events and this is a cool thing okay Take care, you two. Thank you Thank so you. much, Dave. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FMs. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. I came to Moscow as a messenger of peace. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres is planning to meet with Vladimir Putin today to discuss the possibility of a ceasefire in Ukraine. Thousands of civilians are in dire need of life-saving humanitarian assistance and many of evacuation. Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov is warning Ukraine not to provoke a World War III as his country continues to pound targets across the border. Correspondent Charlie Dagata is in Ukraine. The Russian military says it struck 90 targets overnight, killing 500 Ukrainian soldiers and destroying dozens of vehicles. That can't be independently verified, but it's clear that fighting has intensified along the front line. The Supreme Court is set to begin hearing arguments this hour over President Biden's bid to suspend a Trump era policy requiring asylum seekers to wait in Mexico while their cases are considered. It was reinstated a few months ago after a federal judge ruled the Biden administration didn't shut it down properly. The White House wants to make the COVID pill Paxlovid available to more people by posting locations for pharmacies that offer both testing and treatment. CBS's Dr. David Agus. To me, it's game-changing. I have seen patients of mine who, when I put them on Paxlovid, literally a day later, they feel drunk dramatically different. Studies show Paxlovid reduces the risk of hospitalization and death by 90 percent. President Biden has granted the first three pardons of his term. One provides clemency to an 86-year-old Kennedy-era Secret Service agent who was convicted of federal bribery charges. Twitter shares down almost 2 percent a day after the company agreed to Elon Musk's $44 billion takeover bid. People who know Musk are divided about what his ownership would mean. Former Twitter News Chief Vivian 
Schiller says Elon Musk's purchase fills her with existential dread, I think is the appropriate term. She fears this self-described free speech absolutist won't differentiate between free speech and hate speech on the platform. But Musk buddy and Twitter investor Ross Gerber says Musk will save American democracy from the bots. This manipulation on social media has got to stop, and Elon's already come up with some great ideas to stop it. Both can't be right, can they? Vicki Barker, CBS News. Lots of college students are caught between a rock and a hard place when it comes to finding somewhere to live. They know that we are all in desperate need of housing, so they know that whatever price they charge will inevitably have to pay it. New study finds rising rents and lack of affordable housing in college towns are keeping more young people away from higher education. Some say they're forced to live in their cars or on other people's couches. This is CBS News. Find your next great hire with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com credit. Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclip. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever chills or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Brooklyn's been swept out of the NBA playoffs in round one by the Celtics. The season was a resounding failure for the Brooklyn Nets. Star guard Kyrie Irving took responsibility for some of it. He missed a lot of home games because he wasn't vaccinated. I, I, I felt like 